0: like to know who the person is that I'm listening to and you've only had a few episodes and you have shared a little bit but of course it's mostly the guests that you have on and I think it's only fair that we get to know you better and I feel like I know you the most.
1: Welcome to Tapped In with Ashley. everybody. We're doing something a little bit different today. My sister Morgan Kaluza, has decided to kind of take the reins of the podcast today and do a bit of an interrogation of me. Welcome to the podcast to Tapped In with Ashley. For those of you who don't know, my sister and I are best friends. I am who I am today because she forced me not to wear fedora hats. Okay, I'm ready to be interrogated.
0: Okay, so I just want to let you know that the questions that I have typed out, because (laughs) because I'm a freak, um, are mild, and we're just going to ease into it, and then if I get on a roll, uh, it might become more intense. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. Great. Fire away. That's what we're going to start with, like rapid fire, (laughs) would you rathers, Okay. Okay. Would you rather have to live your regular day naked once a week or have a unibrow you can't pluck? Naked. If you ask
1: Jesse, I'm naked the majority of the time.
0: You would like go to work naked? Well, since I'm working from home for the most. I realize this is a little bit different because of quarantine, but you still have to do site visits.
1: I can schedule around that. I can have my one day naked at home. I
0: feel like that just sounds lovely. Okay. Would you rather not be able to talk or not be able to listen? Not be able to
1: listen, which is ironic because I have this podcast where I'm supposed to listen to people, but I feel like most of the time it's me talking.
0: Would you rather never be able to drink beer or only be able to drink beer? Like no water? No water. No anything else. Oh gosh. Well, I guess never
1: be able to drink beer begrudgingly. Okay, because I so, want water. Because I feel like I would shrivel up and die.
0: You might. Okay. Would you rather have an affair with Darren Criss or Blake Griffin? I. Oh,
1: so favorite celebrities. Love them both. Oh gosh, probably Blake Griffin because Darren is married. And I'll okay. take that into consideration.
0: Oh, you're so good. You're not a hot <laughs> cracker. <laughs> Would you rather have an outie belly button or a fifth toe on one foot? An outie belly button. Okay. Would you rather be famous and broke or wealthy and no one knows who you are?
1: 100% wealthy and no one knows who I am. This is going so well. It is. It really is.
0: Okay. Um, I just wanted to say, like, segue from these would-you-rathers that you didn't do so well. I would give you a big fat F for how well you play this game. But moving on, I wanted to say before we go into the questions that there are a few reasons why I look up to you. And I wanted to ask questions that, like, would show people these qualities come out. (sighs) Okay, so one of them is that I really love that you're always learning and sharing your knowledge. Let people come to you if they want to learn something and you share. Um, and I love how much you crush your goals. Like you pick a goal and you crush it with your loans, making living with your boyfriend out, um, right out of college work. And like all your fitness goals, you just pick a goal and you totally crush it. And I love hey, how focused you are on things. You like pick something that you want to do or you want to learn and you are just, you just make it happen. Anyways, I wanted to talk about some of those things. So guys, yeah. just
1: to keep everyone in the loop, really my sister loves me and was just a big ego boost for me to
0: have Yeah, 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 yeah. There were more, but I felt like those three, um, I saw your head get bigger on this Zoom. Good. Perfect. I I should cut it off before before it popped from its size. Okay, so the first one, what are you reading right now? I feel like you are always juggling so many books and they're so fascinating. What are you reading?
1: I started reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, but I wound up spilling my tea on it and I was like, it's fine. And then last night, Jesse spilled my wine on it. So this poor book has just gone through the ringer. So he's my travel book that I keep in my car like before bed book that I've been reading and I'm like halfway through is called Winnie the Pooh on problem solving it's really cute it's basically the that's title right. is Winnie the Pooh on problem solving in which Pooh, Piglet, and friends explore how to solve problems so you can too and he, there's another book this is like the sequel of it but it's about like management and his first was about management and then this one's about like problem solving it's really cute and I'm a huge Winnie the Pooh fan so that's like something lighthearted, but also educational, kind of read before bed. The seven habits one is really dense, so that's definitely something that you kind of have to be focused and, like, ready to take notes on.
0: What are you listening to? Audio, books, or music?
1: Music, the new Gone West
0: album just came out. It's
1: called C- Canyons, and I really, really like them. It's Colby Calais's new country band. Hmm. I don't know if – have you listened to them?
0: No, I – I knew that she was in a band, but I've never <laughs> I listened to it.
1: Yeah, they first released, like, the album is called Canyons, but their first track was called Gone West, and their band is Gone West. Mm-hmm. And what could have been um, was the second song that they released, and I really, really like that one. And the rest of the album, it's kind of like a heartbreak album, but it's, you know, that kind of goes with the country theme. Um, but it's a good jam when you're driving. And then,
0: yeah, I think that's, like, the new music I've really been listening to. Okay, what are you learning Are you still teaching yourself Dutch? Are you learning something else? I know that for a while you were really, I'm sure you still are for your available time, but for Dave Ramsey learning about money management, is that another thing that you're learning right now?
1: Yeah, so I went through, um, so Dave Ramsey has a bunch of, so Dave Ramsey is all about paying with cash, debt free. He was who motivated me and taught me a lot about how to get um, debt free and pay off my student loans, which was awesome. And then the next step is, you know, he has seven baby steps. So I read his Total Money Makeover book, which I highly recommend to anyone who's like trying to get into finances or get their finances together. Um, And then I went through a whole spell of like reading (laughs) the other personality books as well. So I read, yeah, after Total Money Makeover, which is the Dave Ramsey book, I read Business Boutique by Chrissy Wright, which kind of helped me like kind of dive into the podcast and kind of the behind the scenes, how to get going. And then I read Chris Hogan's, Everyday Millionaires, which is about investing, which is kind of the baby step that I'm working towards is more down the line financial goals. Mm -hmm. So I kind of did a whole spell of that and now I'm kind of onto more of how to be productive and especially in quarantine, it's been a lot of time management and trying to figure out ways to keep productive and focused. And yes, I'm still teaching myself Dutch, Rose Stone. I did the beginners module um, that was five weeks, which I think I took a while to complete. I would go through spells of being really productive and then a week or so when I wasn't and now I'm on the intermediate. So I know very basic things. Tell and, me one. What word? What word. Well, one thing, it's nice because I have Dutch friends who I can <laughs> be like, this makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the very basic things is for us in English, a color is a color. The color doesn't change, Right. So blue is blue, red is red, even if it's a descriptor or not. And in Dutch, that's not true. The colors change. So something that's fun about Rosetta Stone is there's no English. So whatever language you're learning, it's purely in that language. So I, you know, sometimes you have to Google translate things or I just get it. So I reached out and I was like, why are the colors changing? Like blue is no longer blue, it's something else. That was kind of something interesting to learn. Something to say, say I have gotten pretty comfortable in listening to Dutch. I'm not comfortable speaking it yet, but I, it's very similar to English, where if it's slow enough, you will understand what they're saying. Yeah. Or you also not understand anything. I know it's been a little
0: while. That was kind of... Yeah,
1: that's okay. When I'm more confident and, or when I've done it more recently, I'll, I'll, I'll say something. Perfect. Why are you learning Dutch? Because I'm relatively decent but I, when I went to Spain, we wound up having a conversation for two hours with Jesse's host parents. And there was definitely a little bit of the conversation that went over like my head, but it was all in Spanish and I did decently and I could understand. So I felt like when I go back to a Spanish speaking country, I'll be able to hold my own and be fine. So this was something I wanted to learn something that was different than English and Spanish. So a Germanic. I was going to do it because dad had gotten me the rosetta stone for Dutch and I was like this is perfect because I already have it and then turns out it's Hindu (laughs) (laughs) yeah so next on my to-do once I'm confident in Dutch I'll learn Hindu or Portuguese
0: or Portuguese well Portuguese is Spanish based and I feel like that will get me really confused no okay I did I I also started Rosetta Stone for Portuguese and I know that Manu because she's brilliant and I know that of course it's romantic too and there's many similar roots but it was hard I like only I only got through a few weeks of it and then I took a stop that hasn't restarted although I Mm -hmm. do plan to eventually but it was a lot more different than similar I thought it would be much more similar and there would be more overlaps and it wasn't it wasn't uh, the case as much. All I need to know in Portuguese is brigadeiro. <laughs> yeah, I told you about when I was in Brazil, and oh, this is gonna be so embarrassing. No, and I'm gonna okay. say it right, but obrigado mm-hmm. is how you say thank you, uh, and brigadeiro is obviously that chocolate yumminess. Mm-hmm. And I kept confusing them, so I would say thank you to somebody, and it would be wrong and I love that, though, because i so, like, that's so innocent. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Okay, tell me about your day jobs, because you always, okay, Ashley is pretty much Wonder Woman, and she has all of these financial goals and is always juggling multiple jobs, and right now it's only two, but as soon as quarantine is over, I'm sure she's going to add a few. So, tell me about them. So,
1: I work for an environmental consulting firm based in the Boston area, and my title is an environmental scientist. So, I do work that is chasing oil spills, so we do a lot of emergency responses. Um, For example, we work for a huge utility company in the area, and when there's storm events that may knock over electrical equipment, some of that electrical equipment has oils. So, when those get knocked down or overheat, or there's a lot of different causes that can result in an oil spill. Um, We go and we direct the cleanup to make sure that it's environmentally safe by the time we leave site or to the extent feasible. And I also do some permitting work for my company. So we protect resources and we make sure that we're in compliance with wetland regulations and coastal regulations. And municipalities have their own regulations as well. So it's a lot of research and then site visits and delineating. So I kind of do a little bit of everything. And that's the great part about my company is that I kind of get to experience a lot within the industry. So that's my like full-time job. And then at the moment, because of quarantine, I'm not working in a few other things, but I am working at a place called Beach Club, which is um, this really cool club that's on the ocean and it's a pool and a tennis club. And I'm a lifeguard there um it's just beautiful i get paid to be outside and get tan and talk to members and learn about their life stories that's really all i have at the
0: moment that's quite a lot um, because often you don't you often work more than 40 hours a week with your day job you do yes. night shifts you're or night you're on call during the night and which is a lot to be working more and then to yeah. have other side hustles <clears throat>
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of, I'm definitely someone who lives by a schedule. I like to know what I'm doing. Um, Jesse complains about it because last summer I, I genuinely worked seven days a week. Um, to, I, at that point, wasn't getting a ton of money from my full-time job. And so I, I had to supplement that um, with other streams of income. And also I had, like you were saying, ambitious uh, financial goals to pay off my loans within a year, um, which I just missed. So it was like 14 months, but 15 months. Um, I can but yeah, same thing. In college I had I juggled three jobs and a lot of it too is I like to travel and that's a huge thing that I want in my life is I want to be able to experience the world and not just want to just going to New Hampshire or Vermont or Maine or somewhere close to here. The memories are what are important to me, but I also have ambitious international goals as well. So you need money to do that. So a lot of it is I like to stay busy, it keeps me out of trouble, and then I it allows me to do things that I really want to pursue and enjoy
0: um what has been something very wonderful like something positive that's come out of covid for you and then something that's been negative or challenging for you that's a great question
1: i would say the negative has been for me personally not for the world because obviously there's so many negatives for the wider world and i don't want to be
0: yeah personally
1: yeah i don't want to like discount that for me personally As you were mentioning earlier, I'm, I'm very much a doer and I do multiple jobs. I'm always kind of out and about and I'm always interacting with people and that being taken away, even for example, going to a brewery, like that's like what we do in our downtime and having everything, literally almost everything that I do be taken away in terms of physical people and experiencing the world and just my jobs was really hard but it was kind of nice because I'm still working to kind of shift gears and just be focused on my full-time job and then really sit with myself and decide what I wanted else, like what else I could do. And then I made me pick up, you know, learning Dutch again because I had attempted very briefly to learn before I visited this past year. So it was nice to kind of have some downtime, but it, it was just a big shock. So I think they're kind of one in the same, having the, my, like the outer world kind of stop was really hard, but then it kind of brought in a few good things in that it made me slow down and kind of reconnect with what my goals were and things I could do on my own to achieve like more personal goals. Mm
0: -hmm. Love it. Um, I've really loved how this has changed my work pattern, I love because I live, as you know, outside of DC and parking inside Georgetown DC is even more difficult than parking within uh, greater DC and it's expensive and limiting and complicated because I work at hospital and so there's like very Each parking lot is very specific to the population, like patients or physicians, et cetera, et cetera. And it would take me like an hour and a half to get to work. And then I'd stress about parking because I wasn't always guaranteed parking. and It was a pain in the butt. And of course, DC traffic is also a pain in the butt. So I found I was so stressed all the time. And the amount of time that I save from just not dealing with that and then the stress that's been relieved, I also find... My anyways, it's I could go on and on, but like my yeah. work situation has been really nice. Working from home, I think there's so many benefits to it. I also feel like I'm more social actually now that we're quarantined. Like my group of friends from childhood, we do weekly Zoom sessions. And although we've been scattered from across the country for a while now, we haven't done those weekly Zoom sessions. And I really appreciate that time that time together. I've been working out with a girlfriend over Zoom too, and and we we belong to different gyms or, or no gyms at all. And so it's been a lot of benefits that I have experienced from staying isolated. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What do you think is your greatest strength? I think I'm prideful enough to
1: know, like, I can get things done and how to get things done and, and really push myself to try and get things done. But I'm not too confident to admit when I need help.
0: I think I do have that balance. I agree. And I think that all areas of like how you are as a human being on my list of things of why you're my favorite person, (laughs) Oh, there was a list, was that you are such a fierce friend to me, like, of course, this is coming from experience, but to the other friends you have that I've heard and seen firsthand. And I think part of that is your... Like open dialogue with them when people come and they have issues, you really listen to them and then you ask questions and you provide answers. but it's never like I've never seen you be in a social situation where you're talking to somebody and it's projecting one thing onto somebody without asking questions or asking feedback or asking another person's input. like it feel like the best friendships are ones that are communicative and collaborative on issues and joys and all the things where you're getting both sides of you're getting both perspectives and i always feel that way when i talk with you like you listen to me like that's not always the case like some friendships they just want to make you feel better and they will say like oh don't worry uh you know whatever you're worried about isn't a real problem and you hold the space for whatever emotions and then you bring in the questions and you let other advice come in and you admit when you don't know something. And anyways, that was super long, but I just feel like, yes, that's true. And I see it in a lot of qualities or relationships you have.
1: Thank you. I would definitely say that you also have that as for you. Like, I think that you are even more supportive in that you are, I think a lot of people's biggest cheerleaders including my own, like, you are definitely my biggest cheerleader. For example, you're right
0: like, back at ya. What? Right back at ya.
1: So next okay. question.
0: When was the last time you cried and why? I know we talked about this earlier because I was telling you I cried a lot. Yesterday.
1: Yeah. I was, like, on the verge of tears like, two days ago, because Jesse and I were having, it wasn't even a fight, we were just having, like, a discussion, and he was, like, talking to me, and I was just, like, a lot is coming up for me, and <laughs> I have found that since Mimi has passed away, I used to never cry. hmm I remember. A very rare occurrence, I was definitely, I had, like, a very, you know, I never really got when people said, like, breaking through the shell to the gooey inside, I am definitely now one of those people. <laughs> I have... <laughs> A very hard shell and then, but once you poke that shell and it cracks, I'm ooey and gooey on the inside and it just all floods out. And
0: I think everyone should have a good cry every once in a while. Okay. When was the last time you were so unashamedly happy? Total reverse. one Okay, so what what was the moment that you were thinking about? I'd say of?
1: paying off my loans because that's such a that was such a buildup of months and months and months and months of work. Yeah, and it, you just feel so accomplished, and and that I think has been one of the most recent big successes. That was end of February, so it's still relatively recent. Whoop
0: whoop. Yeah. I also think that that your journey to pay off your loans in such a short period of time, like you gave yourself one year, and we can talk about this for a little bit, but our parents really wanted you to move back home. And the major selling point was that you would save money. And of course, I'm sure that was super enticing, but you made it work sacrifices that you had to make, even just budgeting. It's a sacrifice, right? Like having to stay home when maybe friends are going out or um, not go on those weekend trips with friends because you're working a third job and yeah. I feel like there's a lot with that, like a buildup. And of course, that makes sense why it would be the happiest emotion. Yeah. And thank you
1: for saying that. I will also say I have wonderful people in my life who like supported my goals. It wasn't, I didn't feel friends being okay with getting a bottle of wine and just hanging out at the apartment and not going out. Like people who who genuinely in their actions and their words are supportive of you once you vocalize what, like what you are pursuing. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that made a huge difference too. So when I also, I think when it happened, I was like, this isn't just because it was something that I did. It was like, I felt the support of everybody. So it was like a collective victory too. Like I wanted to share with people and.
0: I feel like that's true for most successes, whether. Yeah. Yeah. Treasured moment with Mimi. So for those of you who don't know my entire life story or our entire life story, Mimi was
1: my grandmother, my maternal grandmother and she is who I
0: was most similar to when she was alive. Um, Even and- by looks, personality, yeah. Am- Ashley is tall, blonde, and so leggy and beautiful. And our family is all brunette. And I look like a combination of both of our parents. And you can tell family members of who the brothers looked like. But Ashley looked like Mimi. And more than that, their personalities are the same they're like badass go fuck yourself if you cross me personalities like I will throw a baseball at you and love you really hard Just in- I'm not doing a good job but no that's, that's real also this might make me cry so if we cry
1: then interview over
0: um <laughs> oh that's sweet I that's another thing Is like I I feel like you are a very funny person, obviously. Um, I don't know, there's Jokes. like funny parts of you and your vulnerable side doesn't always come out, so. Yeah. <laughs> there was some I'm to try. <laughs> um,
1: Most cherished memories um, was, I had actually just dropped off all of the Bates geology majors at the airport at Logan to fly out to present their theses. And I took the van to go get Mimi we went and we went shopping and she's trying to buy me all of Marshall's and I'm having to put stuff back on the shelves because she keeps putting things in the carts. And
0: and that's how she is. She like, yeah. just buy us loads of stuff because yeah. it made her. Yeah. And then we
1: went to the Wadhurst, right? No. Yeah. The Wadhurst. It was before it even opened. We had coffee and then she started drinking. So she was drinking and like telling me stories, kind of intoxicated. So I unintentionally got my, my grandmother drunk and she just was sharing all these memories. And I, I wish if I had a time machine, I'd go back and and record everything. And I I kept being, thinking that I'd write it all down and, you know, she met like three sitting presidents at the time and she just has all these, had all these amazing stories. And unfortunately with my stupidity, a lot of them um, are kind of lost with time. I know mom knows a lot of them and uncle knows a lot of them, but that was the biggest bonding moment for us. I wish that that day didn't have to end. Like we, we, I stayed, I think until 2 PM. Like I got there, I think at 9 AM and I stayed for hours and hours and I wish died relatively soon after that um, time. So I'm super thankful that I had that time with her. Um,
0: So yeah, that's something I definitely cherish and wish I had more, more of, I also don't think it's stupidity, not writing it down. I think that's just an age thing. Like when you... Yeah, like, you think you have so much time. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a stupidity thing. Yeah. When, with Life can be short. Where's the next place you plan on traveling and what does the trip look like? So I love
1: traveling for a longer period of time. I definitely, because I wasn't able to travel and live abroad in college because I played basketball and that spans both semesters um it was something I was not able to take advantage of so I still have that desire to like go live somewhere long term so my next adventure is looking like potentially New Zealand or Iceland and or either or both
0: I'm coming for both okay great so I've already asked other people I will be crashing so ideally, I'd like it, like, for, for New Zealand specifically, because it is so gosh darn far away from here,
1: which is part of, like, the appeal, obviously, the whole other world, literally, um, There and there's so much to do. I have friends who did study abroad over there, um, is to do van life, to rent a van, and then be there for many weeks, and just have friends and family come, and, you know, maybe it be for a week,
0: or a few days, or however much they could just rotate in but you will have to do the bungee jumping and skydiving and four-wheeling with me I'll do four-wheeling
1: but I have no desire to jump off any I might do bungee jumping but no zero desire to jump out of things for no
0: reason zero there is a reason adrenaline and awesomeness um see I definitely am an adrenaline fan but I don't I
1: don't have any desire to jump out of planes or jump With a rope. I really don't. New Zealand is the best place to do it. You have to do it. I know. I know. It's to be determined. But (laughs) yes. And then obviously Iceland as well is just like a geology wonderland. So I'm super excited to go there as well. And I don't think I would need as much time there. I think driving the Ring Road and doing van life there would also be amazing. So those are my top two destinations that I'm really looking forward to exploring. Literally, if someone called me today and was like, I'm going to insert country or state now, would you like to come? I'm the kind of person who'd be like, yeah. And I've done that. Like I invited someone who I wasn't super close with at the time. And we are now That's close to, to go to Ireland. And we went for a week and it was very spontaneous. And I think he even bought our, our plane tickets like intoxicated at the time. <laughs> um, and, and we were talking, we were like, maybe we do this again, because that was like two or three years ago. And I would definitely go back. Um, So I'm that person who's always down for an adventure and doesn't matter where I'll go. There's
0: so much to see and do. So that was a little uh, insert, like hit her up is what she said. Yeah, plug.
1: um, If you have a place you're going, just ask me and I'll come. (laughs)
0: You are a really good travel buddy. You are on your shit. You like plan things out, but not to an an annoying extent where it's not flexible. You have just enough planned Um, and you're easygoing and you don't overpack, which I sometimes do. Thank you. I like knowing what's
1: in the area and like what the attractions are because there's nothing worse than coming back from somewhere and and someone saying like, oh, did you go see XYZ? And you're like, know
0: what that was there and I missed it like there's nothing worse so Which I, happened to you? sort of it kind of happened to you when you went to the Netherlands
1: yeah so the first time I went I missed the tulips a big rainstorm had come and I had been traipsing all over Europe for a whole month and by the time I got there my flight my first flight was canceled thank god for Giovanni and his family they like let me stay there extra long so by the time I actually got to the Netherlands to Amsterdam a big storm had come through and all the tulips were no longer so yeah. I was like this sucks I need to come back because this is a whole reason why one of the reasons I had come and I had also I was not there for King's Day so there was just a lot that I wanted to go back and see but doing the research beforehand so I don't have that gosh darn it feeling afterwards yeah we're gonna
0: end it here anything okay I'm gonna plug your Instagram what is your Instagram um it's morgan.culeza Morgan morgan.culeza there will be lots of
1: exciting things coming to for you and your instagram and things in your life that are changing so this was like a get to know me and you were asking me all the questions that you secretly wanted to ask me um that you thought that people would want to know about me what do you say i have so many
0: more though <laughs> okay but we're gonna stop because i will in the future share my art i have been making a lot of art i'm super excited i haven't shared my art ever it it makes me super vulnerable and uncomfortable and i'm finally gonna do it so that's exciting but no date i do have a date in mind but i'm not going to share it because i don't need to answer to anybody except for myself so so there true dad girlfriend
1: True
0: that. Okay. I feel like it's important, at least whenever I follow anybody on any social media or listen to any podcast, I like to know who the person is that I'm listening to. And you've only had a few episodes and you have shared a little bit, but of course it's mostly the guests that you have on. And I think it's only fair that we get to know you better. And I feel like I know you the most. Well, Jesse may know you, but like, whatever. I'm top three, top five people who know you the best. And I still have so many questions and you're awesome. And everyone deserves a chance to know you. So I think that's going to be like the beginning part of the podcast. And that's going to
1: be like an intro. It's going to be a whole thing. That's it. The end of this will definitely be the giveaway is still going on. So share anything related to the podcast on social media and be entered for a
0: giveaway for Kai. And I think it's Kai Metalsmith, right? Her Instagram is the alchemist, alchemist. Right, but like the The website is Kai Metalsmithing. Yes. Anywho, speaking of your Instagram, how come you haven't made a post about your podcast? Like on my timeline? On your feed, yeah. Remember we went over this. Timeline is for Facebook, feed is for Instagram. Yes, I'm still learning. I just haven't done it. Okay, well, I vote for more yummy, juicy photos from you. From the photo shoot, that's not an engagement shoot with Jesse. <laughs>
1: as- Another guest on the podcast was Emily, and she took a
0: ph- did a, a photo shoot of us, and
1: everyone's convinced that we're engaged now. Which I will set the record straight right now: we are not engaged.
0: But as your biggest fan and most eager follower, this is the content I want. Okay, you, I'll with- post more photos of that photo shoot. Canoodling on the beach giving everybody a momentary heart attack, thinking he (laughs) popped the question and then realizing that it was just a cute photo shoot. More of that, please. And thank you. On that note, bye. Oh, bye.